I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is FM104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast with Jim Jim and Nobby. This time next week, depending on how the L work shifts go, you might be having a little extra day off. If you bank all the weekend, bring it. Uh, so let's have a look at some good news. Well, from today, um, we, can, we can play golf. We can go to the zoo if we like. Not at the same time, but there's, you know, the days are long. Uh, there's a forecast that thousands of new jobs are expected to be on the horizon over the next few months as the economy bounces back from everything a new economic forecast has the Irish economy growing by 5% this year Uh, last year they recorded uh, highest growth of all major economies in the world here in Ireland with 3.4% growth and uh, even more so this year so that's good Uh, bad news is if you are are watching Netflix not just Netflix's fault now but um, you wouldn't wouldn't think of this at all I certainly didn't watching an hour of streamed video produces as much CO2 as driving a quarter of a mile and that's only one small small part of your digital footprint Uh, computing and environmental guru Jerry McGovern who's an Irish writer described as visionary because of his insights into uh, how the internet affects um, well, climate um, has, has spoken about it each time we send an email search on Google watch a film on Netflix uh, CO2 is emitted because of the creation of the energy required to run your PC your phone or your smart TV and the power uh, to use the data centres where you're getting the stuff from and then there's your broadband and your electricity <sighs> emails produce between 4 grams and 50 grams of CO2 depending on how many people receive them Oh, that's it. Let's stop with these reply-to-all email chains, threads that go on for months. Uh, Last one, Netflix said streaming one hour of its content resulted in under 100 grams of CO2, the equivalent of driving a non-electric car a quarter of a mile. You wouldn't have even thought of that stuff. True, though. Um, What else do we have? Uh, The public is being urged to hang tight and stick with restrictions for another while longer to ensure the nation isn't hit with a new wave. Okay, can you just hang on a few more weeks? A few more weeks pass. Can you just hang on a few more weeks? A toy shop owner has taken dolls to two guard stations to complain that a major retailer is selling toys during lockdown. Uh, Kieran Fitzpatrick is the owner of Bamba Toy Master on St Mary's uh, Street, Berry Street in Dublin. Uh, said he's lost a fortune in turn- turnover because of uh, the lockdown. And uh, he said just up the road you have um, supermarkets that are selling dolls when they're only meant to be selling food it's kind of a a weird reflection on the the moments we're in at the moment where you know you can't sell something I can sell something Um, a bit mad a lot of talk as well uh, over the weekend of uh, rubbish people were videoing it photographing it giving out about it saying it wasn't all them saying it wasn't all me 
saying it was only a handful of people. I think we just actually need more bins around Dublin. That's my thought on it. More bins, please. People might actually put them into the into the rubbish if they get the chance to do it. Uh, cracking weekend as well, so you can understand people want to get out. Uh, war on booze, pubs put at risk in outdoor summer plan, and the price of uh, minimum prices on alcohol looks set to come in over the next uh, few weeks if they if they get their way. And uh, certain types of uh, old brand uh, spirits and stuff like that, especially, are going to jump quite significantly. Uh, James Nesbitt's dream role in Line of Duty lasted just 70 seconds. But if you paused it last night when they did the uh, infrared link up to Spain, people say the captain with the mask on, he had the eyes of James Nesbitt. And I don't know if Hazel was recording this herself and worked this out, but the scene where Joe Davidson was interviewed lasted 29 minutes and 22 seconds. Now, it didn't feel that long. It didn't feel long. But to keep people's attention for that length of time... Hang on, she's messing me again now. Hang on. What's she saying? Enter passcode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You are welcome. Thanks, Hazel. Thanks. Um, But to keep people's attention fairly... I I think most people would have, you know, stayed watching. They didn't go off to make a cup of tea or whatever. But 29 minutes and 22 seconds is long. To capture people's attention for on telly, but anyway, James's uh, role was seventy seconds. So if that's true, then your man isn't dead because that's James Nesbitt behind the mask. It's not actually the police. So I don't know. With one one more episode to go. Viewers have been kept guessing as, who's, as to who is H. AC Twelve has spent this series trying to track down the fourth man. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, and the donkey uh, was another line from last night's show. Um, I, I can't reveal too much because as soon as we do, especially, I don't mind people that have recorded uh, last night's episode because they're up to date. But like, if you're just starting Line of Duty that's been on only 10 years ago and you go, I don't want to know about it. Like, come on. Anyway, one more episode, 9 o'clock next week. Um, more shooting, less interrogation scenes, I think. It's quarter past seven on F104. Welcome to Monday. Do a leap of levitating in the baby. It's the Struggle Alarm Clock on FM 104. I need some uh, some dramatic music here. This is kind of in the spirit of these types of shows. So, uh, some more good news for Ireland today is not only is the economy forecasted to grow by 5%, not only are there loads of jobs burning on the way in the recovery, the bounce back, but we're now also, we, we have a, a Miss World. She didn't officially win it last year. But a, a, a fairly dramatic thing happened. Although there was so much going on last year, maybe it just wasn't captured as much. It was also uh, it was quite far away. So, what happened was, um, Caroline Jury took the crown off Pushpika da Silva minutes after she was declared Miss Sri Lanka, and she steals the microphone. You can hear it a little bit here, where they'll actually hire the muse to try and drown her out. I have a small request. As for the Mrs. World. Inc. There is a rule that you all have to be married and not divorced. So I'm taking my first step. Here's a, they're trying to cover up here. Crown goes to the first runner-up. So she just decides herself, right? Your woman's crying in the corner because they've reefed the crown off her head. Fast forward to a few weeks ago, your woman's phone rings. This is the Irish girl, uh, new Mrs. World, Kate Schneider. And they're like, uh, do you remember the thing last year where your woman grabbed the crown off her? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Grand. Well, you're you were the next runner up, so you're actually Miss World now. 
they are the most remarkable events. Have you ever been to one of them before? Obviously because not, Crossy. I'm on about those type of events. I like, thought I thought they were all cancelled now for equality wow. reasons. Like even the Irish dancing events and the ballet and all those type of things. The mams, sometimes the dads, but it's usually the mams. It is a it's a new world. I've ne- I've only been to I've been to two or three of them before. I went to a, one of those jokes before. Um, I think it was like Miss Ireland or whatever. Yeah, but no one grabbed the microphone and started talking about your woman's private business at it, did they? No, but the high tension on it, and I can oh, only yeah. imagine this now when she reefs the crown off or well, what she it's reefs, like. <laughs> reefs the crown. It's on on YouTube. Uh, she claimed the competition was unfair because the Miss Sri Lanka star had separated from her husband, uh, and she yanked at the crown at the Silva's head during the live broadcast on the fourth of April. Runner-up Kate was announced as the new winner this week. Uh, after the disgraced jury decided to resign from the pageant and she gets a phone call to say uh, we're sending the crown over to you will you be in on Monday because DPD are coming around and do you know what in normal times we would probably have them on the late late and they'd be all over the place reefed it and then so there was like there was behind the scenes footage your woman had to do there was a press conference she used to talk in her own home language about how her, her, her mistakes went on in her life and she separated from her husband all from this that's, that's in a reason itself that these things should be cancelled I have strong Nadine Coyle pop stars the rivals remember that <laughs> I'm only 16 What's your, what did I say what's my date of birth I don't know love it's your date of birth you had a lucky escape there that's all I'm going to say Nadine Coyle coming up on F104's Dish Dirt who got what of the Oscars who said what of the Oscars and what was Harrison Ford at? It's 7.41 on F104. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Autobuy. Sell your car the easy way. Instant cash for your car today. Visit autobuy.ie. So, Crossy, talk to me about Harrison Ford. He's, he's at the Oscars. He's, he's there. Is he, is, or is he virtual? Harrison Ford is there and he comes out and he's you know one of those real moody Dublin Elphilis that just doesn't don't like anything or don't want to be anywhere (laughs) bar in the pub sitting on the stool watching the racing that's what he's like that's what he's like so he came out and he was doing the best edit which is you know when the movie's all done the edit is the person who does everything right and um, he comes out and he he gets the paper out and he's he's there shuffling and everyone's like is this man drunk what's going on with him and he's there you'll hear it in the clip and then he just starts reading out, you know, someone in the cutting room, which is where they edit the movie, yeah. said about a movie before he said what it was. And this is the clip where he's talking about what they said about the movie. Now, it's, this is nearly two minutes long. Oh, so. is it? Okay, right. I thought it was only 40 seconds. We'll find, we'll find where... Uh, I want to... We'll fade him out when we have to. some notes, some editorial suggestions that were prepared after the screening of a uh, You sure he's not messing No, no, no. <laughs> Opening too choppy. Why is this voiceover track so terrible? He sounds drugged. Were they all on drugs? Deckert at the piano is interminable. Flashback dialogue confusing. Is he listening to a tape why do we need the third cut to the eggs anyway he goes on and on and the on Senate about this right destroys a movie what film is he talking about Blade Runner 
So when they had finished the first part of it, they'd sent it into the, the guy who was editing the whole thing up, and that's what he wrote about the movie. He said it was the worst thing he'd ever he had ever <laughs> ever done in his life. And this is what Harrison Ford he was doing best edit, and he was like, "This is how important they are," you know. So he was basically saying that he was able to make the film what it was yeah. <laughs> yes it, they were his notes at the start they were the notes at okay. the start to say okay. how bad it he's, was he's still going here come on Harrison and these notes can help us understand why the editing process uh, can often get a little complicated can you is hear he, him is he right in there is the possibilities may seem endless but the editor will work tirelessly often in isolation to make thousands of choices, placing the right piece of the right length in the right order to arrive at the best version of what the movie wants to be. He just didn't want to be there. You know, he was he was ruffling this guy. <laughs> oh, I think, nightmare. well, he is old. I mean, he's, he's 80. So, uh, this is a bit like Pep Guardiola yesterday. He was praising all the people that don't normally get praised for a team. Maybe that's... I think his... his uh, where he was going was a nice idea. He was trying to say, you know, how important they do. People that, you know, aren't the, fa- the famous actor or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, he just took a bit long to say it. It was... Woo. It's strange to see. Uh, there was a lady. She won the best... Um, it was the best support actress. And she was fantastic. I'm trying to find her name here now. But anyway, Brad Pitt was the person who gave her the gave her the award yeah she's in her 60s maybe even 70s and she just went hell for leather about you know what I'll never be beside you ever again her name is uh, Ya Zhang Yu and you'll see her in loads of things but she just took the mickey out of Brad Pitt you're like oh Brad Pitt she won an Oscar <laughs> didn't care about that she just cared about Brad Pitt wow yeah it was um, an interesting it was, it was boring like there was not that many good movies and the movies that were there they haven't really come out yet like Nomadland isn't out on Disney Plus till the 30th of April so you guys wouldn't have seen it yet right I watched it it's very arty and uh, Francis McDormand is in the nip if you're into an older lady <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you a heads up and she does something into it she does a poo in a, in a bucket and you get to see that as well what yeah I'm sorry for having your breakfast and ruining the movie on you but <laughs> She's a poon of buckets and her acceptance speech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Midland. Was there no jacks? Like, what was? There's no context around that. She person. did it in her van. <laughs> she lives in her van and did a poon of buckets. She won an Oscar first. <laughs> oh, oh God. We've sent Crossy on the streets, and he's heading for a music store. Crossy is in position. He's on Exchequer Street. Exchequer Street. Exchequer Can. Are you inside the building? Yeah, I'm here now. He's just walked into Music Maker, one of my favourite shops in town, because I wish I was a musician. I go in and I look at the instruments, and I wish I'd learned to play something. And I won't make that mistake with my son. So, Crossy, um, I've been in touch with Paige, who... Yeah, I'm great, just have a look around. So that's Steve, so you can, you can start on him. So I go over and say, I'm great at guitars. And I'd like to. Uh, I'm interested in getting an electric guitar, a, n- a new electric guitar. Right. Okay. Hi. Hey. I'm. I'm great at guitars. I'm hoping to buy a brand new guitar. Yeah. To be able to help me out. Yeah. What are you yeah. looking to get? I'm kind of open to op- options if you could let me know which ones to get. Like it depends on what kind of music you're into. I'm in a band. I'm in a band. I'm in a band at the minute. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be in that Jimi Hendrix movie. You know, there's a movie coming out with Jimi Hendrix. 
It's going to be shot in Bray yeah. and Dalky. Right. You're going to. We got the lead in that. So. <laughs> no, you didn't get the lead in yeah. it. Don't make shit up. You Say you're in it. Hmm? Is it that kind of a sound you're going for then? Yeah, that type of sound, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Strats, like, that's what he played, so. Okay. Yeah. Great. Brilliant. Like, Great. I'm not left handed, though. Like, it'd the, be an American standard strat. Great. Been. The thing is, I'm not left handed. Yeah, but we don't have a left-handed one, so... Okay. Yeah. There could be the white... Tell him, I want to rock out with my cock out. I want to rock out with my cock out, you know? That type of stuff. I'm I'm Bono's nephew. Great, yeah. I'm Bono's nephew, so I love... Okay. I love music and all that. That's where I got it from. They keep on, they, they keep on walking away from me. They keep walking away from you? Yeah. Which one would attract the most young ones? Which one would attract the most young ones? Sorry? Which one would attract the most young ones? Ah, oh, I you think you could be the shittest guitarist with the coolest guitar, it doesn't mean you're gonna... I'm in it for the chicks, dude. Yeah, I'm in it for the chicks, dude, you know yourself. I'm a techie for Depeche Mode. Fuck you, whatever you think. I'm a techie for Depeche Mode. <laughs> right? Yeah. So... So they'll be guitars. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty famous from my town. I'm pretty famous from my town. Everybody in Donny Carney knows who I am. Everyone in Donny Carney knows who I am. So okay. yeah. Hi Dave, how are you? How's it going? How are you getting on? I'm looking to buy a guitar. I'm allowed it. Yeah, my uncle sent me. I agree to your terms. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of guitar do you? So Anything that gets the chicks, you know? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a new answer, I like it. Say Bono sent me in. But um, have you had in mind? Or? Yeah, Bono sent me in. Right. So he, he loves this place. He's my uncle. He's my uncle. Okay. So, um, have you heard of my band Monkey Puzzle? Have you heard of my band Monkey Puzzle? The band yeah, I'm in. Yeah, no. what, kind of, what kind of stuff do you Biggest like? band in Donny Kearney. We're the biggest band in Donny Kearney. We do a lot of stuff around there. Right. We're about to play a gig in the Deer Hunter in Sainog and I want to blow the roof off that place. The pawn shop rings, they kind of have a telly neck with a strap body and they're hollow. So they Correct. have a kind of real warm yeah. tone. We're about um, to play a gig in Sally Noggin, you know the deer hunter? Mm-hmm. I want to blow the roof off the place. Right. Yeah. Okay, so what amp have you got? What big one, I got? big one. Jesus, it's a big one. It's a big one. I don't actually know what one it is. Iggy Pop gave it to me. Right. Yeah, Iggy Pop gave it to me. So okay. Yeah. That's a birthday present. Um, He's my godfather. That's cool. so a birthday present. He's my godfather. So. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be in that Jimi Hendrix movie. Well, I mean... Like yeah, I'm in that Jimi Hendrix movie, actually. Coming up. All right. Do you get many groupies yourself? Well, that, that Do you get many groupies yourself? What? Have you anything with my name on it? Have you anything with my name on it? My name is Donkey Balls. That's what's the best thing to do if you just get some. Do you have anything with my name, Donkey it. Balls, written down the end? Of it? Would there be any possibility that I could get Donkey Balls written on one of them? Grossy, <laughs> how Donkey do you ball. keep a straight face when you do these things? <laughs> I forgot about this one. <laughs> And sorry about that. There's more to come. <laughs> it gets weirder. It's F104. Part two of this really strange street prank, uh, Crossy is now actually trying to convince them that he's working in the music shop. Okay, if you go into the keyboard section. There's a girl called Naomi. Hi. Hey, uh, Bono's my uncle. He told me to come in. I want to buy a piano. Uh, yeah. I don't want to get special treatment um, just because Bono's my uncle. I don't want to get special treatment because Bono's my uncle. He just said. Okay. Great, yeah. Cool, yeah. I want you to sing, Crossy. Now, ready? Um, okay. I, I love bananas. I, I love bananas. I, I love bananas. 
I had them in my grandma's. I had them in my grandma's. I love bananas. It's quite good. It's very good. <laughs> keep playing, Hi. Crossy. Keep singing. I, I love bananas in my grandma's. So sing, I love, I love eating berries with Brian Ferries. I love eating berries with Brian Ferries. Louder. I love eating berries with Brian Ferry. I love eating berries with Brian Ferry. Is Naomi gone? Is she? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hiya, do you know what that girl I was just talking to there? She just told me about this piano. Naomi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's back down inside. Oh, great. Perfect. Yeah. She was really helpful. Thanks. Can you see the acoustic room where you are? Yeah. Yeah. Is there, is there nobody behind the counter? Nobody's up here at all. Okay, go behind the counter. When they come back in, you go, hello, can I help you? <laughs> okay, grand. Okay, here we go. I'm going to put you on there. Yeah, just say, oh, I'm new here. I work here now. Hi, how are you? I'm not, um, can I help you, right? <laughs> are you looking to buy the guitar? Sorry? Oh, I work here now. It's my first day. Sorry, I just saw Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you looking earlier on? You were looking at other stuff down there. Do you want to buy the guitar? No? Okay, well, sure, look, I'm just over here at the corner at the Catron Street if you need me, okay? So we, we have guitars range. From we have guitars from probably 100 euro to 2,500. And the guys downstairs, Steve downstairs, is very helpful as well. Um, and Naomi's actually out here for pianos if you're looking to buy something. <laughs> cool. I'll just be out here if you want me, okay? Oh, dude, sorry, I nearly laughed. What's he doing? <laughs> I heard him going, what? He's asking literally what's going on, good luck. So is there anyone in the acoustic room now, no? Just him. Who's that? That's John. Yeah. This is the fellow with the glasses. Yeah. You should go into John and say, do you want to take a break? I'll, I'll take over here. Okay. Sorry, John, I, I didn't know you worked here as well. Do you want to take a break and I'll take over? No, you're all right. Are you sure? Positive. Great, perfect. Well, just keep it up, team, all right? 
Who's talking there now? Customer. Go up and say, can I help you to the customer? Hey, can I help you out? Pardon? Can I help you out? Are you looking for? No, I was looking. Oh, John just helped you out. He just helped me out. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, perfect. <laughs> that's great. Thank I'm you. just layering my lines. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how you do it? That's how I do it these days. Yeah. All my notes. Yeah. Oh, I actually, I actually play the theme tune music for Fair, Fair City. Do you really? Yeah, I oh, do. Right. Yeah. So yeah. we're actually revamping it now next week. So. Yeah. I, I played the triangle. On I played the triangle on the oh, new two's yeah. last album. I used to watch the spare city. Do you know Bono? Yeah, I'm his yeah. nephew. You know? Yeah, that's how oh, I got right. the job here. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. yeah, I played the triangle in his last album. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, it was great. Oh right. So John, John's not taking any, is he? I think he's really grumpy when I go back into him again. Yeah. Okay. Have sold anything yet? Have you sold anything yet, John? No. Hmm? Oh, Dave told me downstairs. Yeah. Dave's a nice guy. Doesn't work that much, but he's a nice guy. Do you charge for the smiles? Do you charge for the smiles? We could have got a sale there with that man. What's your name? My name? Tom. Yeah. My name's Tom. Tom. Tom, yeah. I'm Bono's nephew. I'm Bono's nephew. Yeah. Yeah. The best way to sell a guitar is with smiling at someone. I think the best way these days to sell a guitar is to sell it while smiling, you know, giving that good smile, showing those teeth, it's going, hi. Hanging around looking cool gets you nowhere. Hanging around looking cool gets you nowhere. Nowhere these days. Go up to Steve and say, I think Dave's uh, in bad form today. I think Dave's in bad form today. No, he's in good form, actually. Is he? Yeah. This is his good form. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, Lord, we'll have to look into that. We'll have to look into that. Think about revamping this whole shop. Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> I really am. What do you think? I'd fire the two of you in a heartbeat. I'd fire the two of you boys anyway. You'd have to get a bit more smiling. Yourself and John are very grumpy today. Yeah. I'd love to put a Harley in here. They're lazy, aren't they? Where's Naomi? She's kind of slacked off now the past couple of minutes. <laughs> I'd leave in there, Crossy. You're going to get a box. Yeah. Say, look, do you know Paige? Do you know Paige? I'm aware of her work. Yeah. Say, so Paige has set you up on the strawberry alarm clock. Paige has set you up on the strawberry alarm clock on F1 104. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, how are you getting on? Cheers for that. I'm going to run up to John because I actually You're think he was going to hit me. Very, very <laughs> Cheers, thanks. We, we actually just had a conversation down here. That went, went, I literally, as soon as you walked up the stairs, I went over to John and I went, so uh, that's naked camera because if it's not, I don't like knowing there's someone that insane in the world. <laughs> FA104's Instagram with coverinaclick.ie. Low cost car insurance for young drivers. Call us quick. It's Cover in a Click. 10 questions, 60 seconds, 1,000 euro. FM104's Instagram. Good morning, Nikki. Hey, how are you? How are you? Good, yeah. Did something happen at the weekend that made you think I need this one thousand euro? <laughs> no, not really, but I just like anyway. You're just feeling lucky. Well who wouldn't like a grand yeah. exactly, yeah. <laughs> Did you get to do anything exciting? Um I went to scary yesterday. Oh yeah. That was fun. Yeah, we tried to find St Patrick's foot, but we couldn't find it. St Patrick's foot? Yeah. Is it meant to be in Scary's? Yeah. I ne- I've never heard that before. And why just his foot? Did something happen to him? 
Apparently he like stood on a rock or something and his footprint is still there. But I don't know, we couldn't find that anyway. Right. Does anybody else know that if St. Patrick's footprint is in Scaries? Hey people of Scaries, <laughs> can you can you help us out here? What a random thing to go looking for I as well. I know, I know. At least someone isn't talking about Blue Bar for a change, you know. Let's, let's talk about something else in Scaries. Oh, the wings there. So, St. Patrick's Football on a rock. So, and like, did you, Where did you try? The beach? Yeah, there's like a sign for it. And it's like on rocks near here. But like, I didn't know the difference between a footprint and like just a hole in the rock, you know. <laughs> it might have just been his heel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah come Why is he doing in Scaries? I know. <laughs> It's so random. He comes over from Wales, what, 40 days and 40 nights in the water and ends up in Scaries. Well, at least you can go in and see the snakes again from today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, 10 questions. Get all 10 right. We'll give you a grand. We have to accept your first answer and uh, you can't get any help, basically. They are the rules. Okay, here we go. Best of luck, Nikki. Thanks. The game begins in three, two, one... Daphne is one of the characters in what Netflix show? Scooby-Doo. What fruit comes with a Hawaiian pizza? Pineapple. What was the name of the Irish animation up for an Oscar last night? I haven't a clue. Zendaya stars in Spider-Man with Tom Holland, but who does she play? Mary Jane. Who had a hit with watermelon sugar? Harry Styles. Hi. Uh, true or false, <laughs> Line of Duty is filmed in Belfast. False. Snap, Crackle and Pop are characters from what breakfast cereal? Rice Krispies. Did former Irish footballer Robbie Keane grow up in Talla or Clondalkin? Clondalkin. And who who do the company Mattel make? What company? Oh, are? sorry. What? Sorry. Sorry. I'm reading this out. What does Mattel make? Mattel. 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 Oh. M-A-T-T-E-L. Fridges. Fridges. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, your 10 question, Crossy, uh, give it to me, or no, Promiscuous was released. Is it really 15 years ago? 15 years ago, Promiscuous, Nelly Furtado, who was the person that she sang it with? He rapped it. I think he produced the track as well, possibly. Oh, I don't have a clue. <laughs> Go on, Promiscuous boy, you know what I want, I got what yeah. you need. You're trying to set it up for a nod here, Crossy? It's Sounds such like a good it. song, especially on a sunny day. It'll be Tim. Oh. It'll be Timberland. Oh, okay. Timberland. Pr- <laughs> promiscuous girl, yeah. Uh, so, Mattel, uh, I guarantee when you were growing up, Nikki, you had some Mattel products in your uh, your bedroom. They do not make fridges. They make <laughs> Barbies. Um, yeah. And, I did and know that. Just general toys, you know. <laughs> Kids' toys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got Daphne It was Bridgerton But you, oh, but you know what I assume Netflix show Scooby-Doo It wasn't yeah. the answer we were expecting the girl to say <laughs> After Bridgerton being the most watched thing on Netflix But we'll accept <laughs> Daphne Because she is technically on Unreal. Netflix Yeah she is actually It's yeah. Scoob the movie Yeah so yeah You got was it 8 out of 10 You surprised me oh, actually so close. Wolf Walkers Wolf was Walkers. the name of the movie Yeah it didn't win anyway uh, yeah. Tom Holland, uh, Mary Jane, uh, Watermelon Sugar. Uh, look, Robbie King grew up in Tala. Uh. Not Clondalkin. <laughs> and uh, but Line of Duty is filmed. Where did you get 8 out of 10, Crossy? Oh, 7. Yeah, where did Line of Duty is filmed <laughs> in Belfast. Oh, okay. Close you enough, you had to go. You had to go. Um, <laughs> my friend rang me last night to have a catch up, and I was like, What did you do today? She lives in Belfast. Her fiance, her fiance's mother, 
lives right beside Steph's house, Steph Corbett's house. I was like, what you do? Oh, I went up for a cup of coffee and sat outside the house to watch it. We asked her about that, <laughs> the actress who plays Steph, and she says people do just hang around outside that gaff up the top of the hill. That's weird, isn't it? It is, yeah. That's so weird. Uh, we'll have an update on the legend of St. Patrick. Uh, good luck on your quest for his foot, though, okay? Thanks so much. I hope you have more success than on Instagram. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, bye. Thanks for playing. What's your favourite animal in there, guys? Kids in the car. Kids in the car. Everyone is a little star. 0876797104. on the strawberry. The chat to Jim and Nobby. Kids in the car on FM 104. And if you go to our Instagram page, you get your mum or your dad or whoever's looking after you go to our Instagram page. There's a little video there. Crossy went to the zoo last week and did a little video. And in that video is your chance to win. You can adopt a pet. One of the animals in the zoo, you can adopt it. They'll give you a cert to say that is your animal in the zoo and you get a free family pass for you and all your family as well. And Crossy also got a big fight, fright. He was sitting on, you know, the little rainbow chair? Crossy was sitting there and a little friendly animal made a sound and <laughs> it scared jumped. the life out of me. Twice, actually. <laughs> Croc. I think you said croc. You're down the back having the crack. It's very hard to hear you. Hi, Jim, Jim and Abby. It's Hello. Brooklyn Bell. I love elephants. They're my favourite. Bye. They are, yeah. Very graceful. My school adopted, like, eight animals or something like that. Oh, something like that? <laughs> I'd love a penguin. Would you cross it, They're yeah? so cool. Yeah, what would you do with a penguin? Play with him. <laughs> yeah, but like they like. It's that they're deadly little animals. Yeah, okay. Jim, Jim, and Abby. My name Cody, and my fam- favorite family in the zoo. Yeah. I'm annoying the zoo is a monkey because they're smart. They are smart. They're what very smart. What did you learn smart. about the DNA and and uh, the makeup of the was it the orangutans? Yes, they're about ninety eight percent human. Wow. So I, the, the, the zookeeper was saying, no, no, put that down. And he, the, the orangutan put his hands on on his face going, oh, no, he's caught me out. I'm like, this fella can come to work with us. Yeah. Again, <laughs> again I'll say no more. Hi, Jim. Hi, Jim, Jim and Abby. Hi. This Hi. is Daisy. I'm not interested in zoos. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for your input, though. Hi, Jim, Jim and Abby. I'm Billy, and my favourite animal to see in the zoo is Oh, the red panda. I do Hi, like them. Jim, Jim the red pandas have very sharp claws, though, Crossy, don't they? They do. And if you look at the video on FM104's Instagram, you'll see a red panda. Hi, Jim, Jim and Nobby. This is Alana. And my favorite animal in the zoo is a cheetah because it's really fast. Yeah, but the, for that reason, I'd be, I'd be a bit afraid. <laughs> Especially if they're hungry. The wolf looked good. The wolf were incredible. The wolves are hungry. And Crossy looked good. Uh, I like to see the tiger than a soon. A what? Oh. Yeah, have a, have a chat and send it back to us. Kids, thank you for all the messages. The zoo is now open and thank you for all your favourite animals on that. Uh, coming up, line of duty, it'll be discussed. And Crossy's good news for you if you're of a certain vintage, not too old a vintage, and you're trying to meet somebody. Look. He's not me, da. Uh, the scene last night uh, in Line of Duty that was in the investigation room was very, very long. 
If you were to be asked, you might not be able to guess, but Hazel has worked it out. 29 minutes and 22 seconds for the Glass Door Spectacular. I'm a big fan of Joe Davidson. I don't know what it is. I, I hated her at the start. Carmichael, to me, we all work with oh, somebody like Carmichael. You know that smile thing she does at the end <laughs> of the talk? Like as if, <laughs> I've got you. She's that woman that goes, you know, Skippy. Oh, I hate her. I hate and her. And was the captain in Spain who said, you can take over now, was that your man who was on the boat last week, played by James Nesbitt? I think so. The image of him. They're the big line of duty questions. Apart from that, we won't reveal any more spoilers. Arnett died. I'm kidding. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> he's still alive. Kind of looks like my brother. Every time I look at him, I think he's my brother. If you're on the mooch. Right, if you're on the mooch. You're 20 years of age or you're 30 years of age and you're just dying for love and you can't find it on Tinder, you can't find it anywhere. Well, I've got something to tell you. They're probably not born yet. Uh, Madonna. What? Madonna wished her boyfriend a happy birthday. She's been with him for a while. She is 62. What age is this young fella? She's 62, so I'm telling people, 20 to 30 years of age, if you are single and you're like, oh God. Please say he's uh, 62. Is he in his 30s? He is 27. Good looking young fella. She has albums older than this fella. So if you are at home and you feel like Bridget Jones or whoever else, they're probably not born yet. Wow. 27 years of age and she's 62. Is he just a bit older than her daughter? Yes. But it'd it'd be a more normal age if he was going out with her daughter. And the door, is, the, the door is the image of her, the spit of her. It's mad. Hey, Lords, Scarlet, for your ma. <laughs> oh, that's a big gap. I know. But look, if you're 62 years of age and you're going out with a 27-year-old, God be good yeah. to you, as some people would say. All the juice on the Oscars. We'll bring it to you after 9 o'clock. And TV chef from Sunday brunch and loads more. Simon Rimmer chats to us after 9. Dublin's F104, it is the Strawberry Alarm Clock and we can now beam to... I'm not too sure where we're beaming to. It could be Liverpool, it could be Manchester, it could be London... Simon Rimmer, good morning. Good morning. How are we, gentlemen? Uh, we're very good. Now, I know you have restaurants in Manchester. I know you do the show, uh, your TV show in London. And I know you're from Liverpool. So where are you? <laughs> uh, so I'm in Manchester. Ah. I'm, I'm sitting in my, in my kitchen um, where, when we, at the start of the um, coronavirus pandemic, then uh, we filmed here for six weeks. Uh, and my house looked like kind of a, a, a weird sort of spaceship studio. Uh, much to the annoyance of all of my family. I was going to say, how did the other humans you live with feel about this kind of stuff? They they really, really loved it. <laughs> I, I had one cable going from the attic all the way down to the router downstairs when we were working from home last year, and I kept getting the threat of, if one of the kids breaks their neck on that, you're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or more importantly, where there's blame, there's a claim. <laughs> True. From your own wife? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So when you do, when you, I mean, we know you best probably in this country for Sunday brunch. So um, when you record, when you, when you, obviously that's live. So do you go down on a, what, a, a Saturday night? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I get down, I get down Saturday, and then I'm up early in the morning. I'm up at half five in the studio at six. Uh, then we do full food rehearsals. Tim rocks up about kind of. 9.28 actually no he rolls up about sort of half seven and then we kind of go through script and then you know then we kind of 
talk nonsense and then we go live on air and then we talk nonsense. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it is the best job in the world. I mean, you know, you guys would probably disagree, but, you know, there's, there's nothing better is than hanging out with your mate and just talking nonsense for a few hours. Yeah. So how come you have to work harder than Tim? Well, basically, because we do food rehearsals, um, then he doesn't really need to be on the food rehearsal. So we get kind of shots and stuff. Um, but I think, to be honest with you, I think he should come in at the same time as me and probably iron my clothes for me in the morning. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure you get asked this all the time because we get asked about our guests. Hey, yeah. Is there any guest that you had, especially on live TV, and you're just like, what's wrong with them? Why are, what's, a tough, what's up? A tough yeah. crowd. A tough crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. But obviously you can never reveal them. But you know that. You've you had them though, that, yeah? You know, yeah, you, you, you get an interview with somebody and you think, oh, come on, make a bit of an effort. It's yeah. like pushing a piece of string. <laughs> yeah, we, you get a few of them, but not very many. And then there's Good. guests like like Jason Byrne or somebody you don't have to prep for at all because they'll do all the talking. It's like, ah, well, whenever be Jason Byrne is on, we, yeah. we, we have a challenge that can we get more than one question in? Because Facebook, like, so Jason, you're going on tour, and he's off on one. Then you oh, go, yes. right, okay, thanks very much, Jason. Yeah, I mean, he, he's brilliant. You know, he, he's such a great guest to have on. There was a, there was a time when they were doing drinks, and you had Paulie McLean and Ronan Keating, and uh, there was a few other Irish people as well, and it was just like a load of paddies getting locked. Yeah. It, well, it's the thing, is it? You know, generally speaking, when we do the drinks item, most people will have a little sip and move on. Yeah, I know exactly the episode you mean. And every single one of the, of the Irish crew were necking yeah. the, the complete drink. And then if they didn't and they kept it for the next part, did the same thing. Uh, you, of all the recipes you do, because you, you have to come up with so many recipes every week, I, I know that the pulled pork one was a massive hit for you back in the day. You, you did one that was just... Is that the one that was the most downloaded recipe or whatever it was? Yeah, you, you, it is. I think it was the most downloaded recipe ever in the in the history of Channel 4. He invented um, pulled pork, did you know that? I didn't yeah, know that you invented it. Because I, yeah. I invented it. Yeah. You know, it was it was a great invention. Thank you for that. I, I did yeah, it I did, I did it last Sunday on a, on a green egg. I got up at 8 o'clock and I didn't, it didn't come off till six in the evening. And it ju- oh, I lifted it up with amazing. the tongs and the meat just oh. fell. Uh, oh. And it's yeah. so cheap. I mean, that's, that's the thing. And that, that is my favourite way of cooking any bit of meat. Anything that's like really low, really slow. And so exactly that. It's almost, it's spoonable when, it kinda, when you've cooked it. Yeah. I can't believe I'm telling the proper chef how I cooked a piece of pork. I know, pork. I know, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you, you've become, you're, you're talking about barbecues a lot lately, aren't you? This yeah, well, I mean, I've been I've been working with with Weber um, yeah. for about six years, and it's interesting. The last twelve months, when we've all been locked down, more and more people have been using their barbecues. But not just in the summer, not just for cooking burgers and sausages, but being more adventurous and, and things like pulled pork and slow cooked pieces of meat. We've all become a little bit more adventurous, and I think I think a lot of it, to be honest, is the fact that barbecue technology has finally caught up with, if you like, it, regular cooking technology. So it would be like, you know, you put, put something on your barbecue, you put the lid down, you go, I don't know what I'm going to do here. You know, kind of trust this barbecue to kind of do what I want it to do. But now we have this thing called the Connect Smart Grilling Hub, where basically it's an app. So you download the app and then you say, right, okay, I'm going to cook pulled pork. Um, I want to cook it, you know, so it's really nice and soft and gentle. Put the probe in and it will say, right, you can go away and do whatever you want now for four and a half hours. And then it will tell you when it's ready and the results genuinely are perfect. I didn't believe it. I've got to be honest with you. I didn't believe it when, I, when they first sort of told me. I thought, this can't be that good. But it is. It, it just stops you risking wasting 50 quid on a big piece of meat. How does it tell you? So based off your app. So if you, you've got your phone in front of no. you and you put it in, you put, right, okay, I'm cooking a, a, a you know, piece of pork. And it'll say, right, okay. Because um, obviously it works on an algorithm and it will say, okay, you've got four and a half hours. If, say, you were cooking uh, a bit of steak, it'll even tell you a need to flip it. Oh. So you're right, okay. 
and kind of take eight minutes after four minutes and say tear over the steak and it, it, it works i did a thing for one of the sunday papers a journalist called me and said i've got to cook this rib of beef um on a barbecue what's the best way i said blah blah blah. i used the app and he said oh mate i said i, I don't know. i said honestly Please trust it. Don't go lifting the lid up because you lose all the heat, et cetera, et cetera. And he phoned me and he said, mate, that is the most Instagrammable piece of beef I've ever had. <laughs> oh of course, God. in a modern day, that's all we want in our life, isn't it? And yeah. if the coals dip below a certain, are we talking, is it just gas or will it work on both? Like, how, how does it regulate the temperature? It does. Yeah, well, with the temperature, it's right, basically, so what will happen is if, say, as the temperature fluctuates itself, then the algorithm will say, okay, well, we've got a little bit of fluctuation here. As long as you set up your barbecue correctly. So if you're cooking a big piece of meat on the barbecue, you, you cook it on what we call indirect heat. So rather than sitting the meat on top of the flame or the coals, you'll have the coals or the flames alight either side of it. So you're sitting it where there's no direct heat underneath. So when the lid comes down, it really then becomes an oven, which, yeah. is, which is all that it is. So it just keeps it nice and slow, so you don't burn anything. Fantastic. What would be your favourite side now if you were, if you were knocking together an El Barbie? Uh, for favourite side, a, a really good potato salad. You can never go wrong, can you? Yeah, you know, yeah. you just got some beautiful new potatoes, a little bit of whole grain mustard, some mayonnaise, squeeze a lemon juice for a bit of sharpness, few chilli flakes, a load of chopped parsley. That that for me is a heavenly side for anything. If you're going to do like a big piece of meat, just delicious. Oh yeah, put the goo on you now. That's good. It's good. That's what we call it here. Putting the goo on us. Putting the goo on you. Um, as as a Liverpool man, we have to ask you about the Super League. Oh, it, it, it's been a disaster, hasn't it? I mean, how how they can continually get the mood of a club wrong. You know, at the end of the day, Liverpool is a working class club. It has a relatively militant supporter group. And to do something that is completely and utterly elitist, it seems absolutely idiotic that the owners think that that will be a good thing to do. I'm, and I'm delighted to say that the outcry from all of the clubs involved has mm. been... This is a nonsense. You know, of course, you want your team to be successful, but you want it to be successful on a relatively level playing field. And that just removed that equality. It, 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 uh, it was an absolute disgrace. What was the last game you were at in Anfield? Last game I went to was Liverpool's last home game. Um, right. w- well, pre when they had a couple of games in pandemic, it was a draw, but the last normal game was when we lost at home to Atletico Madrid and got knocked out of the uh, Champions League. Oh, God. No. And the one before mm. that was the away leg at, uh, at Madrid in the Champions League. So I went to, I did the COVID hotspot in Madrid away, and then the Madrid fans <laughs> came over with all the COVID inside. So, you brought, that, so you brought COVID back to the UK, Simon Rimmer. <laughs> oh, that's a nice way to, to end this interview, isn't it? Pulled pork and COVID. It like swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Sorry? Pulled pork and COVID. It swings and roundabouts with you. <laughs> I don't think I invented COVID. No, I invented no, pulled no, pork, but I'm no, not sure no. I invented COVID. So, uh, look, I mean, uh, thanks for, for even taking this time because we imagine you must be incredibly busy. Like, uh, Sundays, uh, weekends are probably a write-off for you. When are you home? Yeah, You're never home, I, Simon. I, I've never had weekends, though, because before I was, you know, became a, 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 a telly tart, then I'd be in kitchens, you know, all yeah. of my adult life. Then I've never really had um, a Saturday night. So I, I don't mind it. And, you know, we've got 14 restaurants. So, yeah, I'm a... I'm wow. a Fairly busy, man. It's got, it's got to be said. But I love it, you know. The busier I am, the, the, the happier I am, I would say. I bet, you, I bet you get to not go on really nice holidays, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
And what is the what is the name of your your flagship restaurant? It's in Manchester, isn't it? If we if anybody listens. So yeah, so Greens is is sort of my first restaurant, which is a veggie one. But then on top of that, we've got a we've got a brand called Rudy's Pizza. Uh, we have a massive big bar in the middle of Manchester called Albert Schloss, which is fantastic. And then when we can travel again, then I've got two um, restaurants: one in Dubai, one in Abu Dhabi, both called the Scene. Um, so yeah, yeah I'm uh, you know I, I keep it going. And what, because you're such a well-known face at the stage, what do people shout at you on the street or do they shout across the street at you? Football is the main thing. Or I get, cheers, Tim, cheers, Simon. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or recently, recently we get, I want to talk to you about that king of the tin, you know, because every week we get people to kind yes. of like do their favourite and their, and their most hated biscuit. So those are the main ones. Or, or the lovely thing that happens is if you cook something on the show, people go, oh, mate, I cooked that blah, blah, blah the yeah. other week. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. I love it. I'm pretty lucky. Um, sometimes... I'll get stick about football. That'll be the main thing. Yeah. Or the other thing I get is, what's Tim really like? And I, I don't know why he provokes such a reaction that way. As if like <laughs> that nobody believes that he's actually really that kind of nice laconic bloke that he is. Because he is. He's just a really lovely. Bloke. What's he really like though? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. It's been great to talk to you. Um, yes. that, ah, you that, too. That gadget it sounds like uh, top of a lot of people's lists now for birthday yeah, presents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounds fantastic. And. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations again on uh, all your inventions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bless you. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> all right, boys, it's good to see you. We'll Look see, up you, we'll see you Sunday. See you Sunday. Uh, cheers, guys. Take good it luck. easy. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Sometimes you just run out of time, fella. Sir? Sometimes you don't lose, son. You just run out of time. Is he talking about his occupational health emails that he just keeps forgetting to reply to? Or is he talking about the fact that they're making him retire? I think poor old Ted is heading for a heart attack. I was thinking last night. Very rouge. I was thinking last last night. Aren't we going to see him getting carted off in an ambulance with all the stress? It's looking like it, and that, and I'd be very surprised if next week's episode, because they, they, it's not over. There's another at least series, so they have to make you think. Does Ted stay? Does he get saved? And what buys you more than a bit of time than if the man goes out on stress or sick? Yes, even do you know what they're going to do? They're going to find out he's H or think he's H, and they're going to go wild into him, and then all of a sudden it goes, <gasps> he's a heart attack. End of, and then all of a sudden we're looking for season seven. Stop. So, um, look, there's lots to ask about last night's episode. I know some people may have recorded it. So, um, our, our thoughts are our thoughts are with you at this uh, difficult time. Uh, the masked copper in Spain. There's theory that he might be someone we've seen in a previous episode or two in a flary shirt. All may not be as it seems there. If you haven't watched it, you're going to hate two words. No comment. No comment. No yeah. comment. <laughs> True. Well, when she wanted to talk, she was all right. Yeah. Um... How come, like, on the painkiller thing, his back seems to be grand at the moment, or is he just up the dosage without telling anybody about it? And the next James Bond is Kate. How she drove that Mazda car was unreal around Belfast. If that was her, it could have been a stunt driver. Could have she been looks a hot. I'm sorry, but I was looking at her going, how are you? Those Mazda MX-5s are incredible fun to drive. The little handbrake or the... <laughs> Kate for Very Bond. Uh, Hazel Nolan's questions are, who did Joe think was her dad, though? They didn't answer that. And is Steve Bent? I don't think so. Do you know what? There's something going on with Chloe. 
she's either the best person ever that she's able to, you know, find out all these things about all the crimes, and yet they're kind of just going, huh? I just remembered as well, the two bulky prison wardens. This place is like a maze, and the cameras are on them, so they stop. Oh, yeah. They were about to get Joe. So her time is limited, so she's not the only one running out of time. There's just so many questions. I just felt last night was a filler episode. It's like the first episode of Carnation Street on TV3. You know, you're watching it and you're going, you may as well just watch the second one because nothing happens in the first one. Sorry, it's a very niche thing to say, but... <laughs> it's, it's across his mind. Um, so, Oscars last night, one of the um, more unusual shout-outs uh, came from who? It came from Daniel Kalua. Um, so he basically, his mom was in the crowd in London, in the pod in London, and he just got excited. You know, mm. just got excited. I said, my mum, thank you so much for pouring into me. You gave me everything. You gave me your factory settings. <laughs> so I can stand at my fullest height. Um, love to my sister, love to my niece, my friends, my family. Everyone I love from London town to Kampala. To everyone, every single one of you, you've got work to do. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to get back to work Tuesday morning because tonight I'm going up. We're going up, you know what I mean? We're enjoying ourselves tonight because we've got to celebrate. We've got to celebrate life, man. We're breathing, we're walking. It's incredible. It's incredible. Like, it's incredible. My mum met my dad. They had sex. It's amazing. Like, do you know what I'm saying? I'm here. You know what I mean? So, I'm so happy to be alive. So, I'm going to celebrate that tonight. Do you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate every single person in the room. Appreciate everyone watching at home. You know, love. Peace, love, and onwards. We go again. Appreciate it. So the camera was on the mom the whole time and she was so proud, so, so proud. Then it came to that part and I would say if she was beside him, she would have busted him. The video is Lincoln bio on FM104's Instagram. Have a look at it. It's just fantastic. Danny was asked afterwards, had he spoken to her? Yes. And he had to say, this fella to the letter of the law. Come on, Daniel. Don't get shy now. Your oh. mom yet? Has she texted no, you No, bro. No, 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 I'm going to avoid my phone for a bit, mate. Trust me. I'm going to avoid my phone for a bit. I think my mum's not going to be very happy. <laughs> but she's going to be cool. She's going to be cool. No, she's going to be cool. She's just like, she knows, she's got a sense of humour. So she, like, we give it to each other. So it's cool. I uh, hope so. <laughs> after the ending, it was kind of set up. So Anthony Hopkins gets best actor for the father. He couldn't travel because, you know, in fairness, he's very old. Maybe he just want to travel, whatever. But everyone, you're saying, would have thought it might have gone to Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, so quickly explains, it's usually the very last um, award is always Best Picture. Everyone wants to know what the last movie is, you know, what the best movie of the year mm-hmm. is. And Chadwick Boseman, who died sadly last year, he was in for Best Actor. But somehow they moved Best Actor to the very last one. So they're going, oh, here, he's obviously won it. And they're going to come out, like, you know, say, fair play, God rest him and all that sort of stuff. And then... Anthony Hopkins wins and everyone's like what the man's not even there he's over in Wales he doesn't yeah, even he, go to London he doesn't go to London 90 Nobby he's not even in London where the London pod is and people were saying as the Oscars were on this man was in bed he, did, he wasn't even watching wasn't it bothered. yeah but he does something really nice in the speech which has just been released about 20 minutes ago well, good morning well here I am in my homeland in Wales and at 83 years of age, I did not expect to get this award. I really didn't. And um, very grateful to the Academy and thank you. And I want to pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman, who's taken from us far too early. And again, thank you all very much. <laughs> I've 
really did not expect this. So I feel very privileged and honoured. Thank you. He's gone back to bed. Look at the head of him. <laughs> he's right. <laughs> well, look, at least he's, he's addressed it. But yeah, if it was a build-up where people thought that was going to be the outcome for Chadwick, then I yeah. can see why people are like, that That was it. That's how it ended. Look, I'll give you a piece of advice. If you can't sleep later on tonight, it's going to be on RT2 at about half nine. Stick it on and you'll be in bed by 10 o'clock. And the, the sky highlights start at nine. So you could get a nice little sweep of it if, if you want to catch it. Yeah. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.